All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. Whether you're wanting to get your finances sorted, wanting to get ahead, wanting to make the most of the money that you actually have, or even just to make sure that you're doing the right thing financially, most people lead towards looking for a financial advisor. In this episode, we're going to talk about the different types of financial advisors that exist and things to look for when choosing an advisor. First of all, it's really important to work out the reason that you're seeing a financial advisor and or a financial planner. And before I get into that, let's talk about the difference between them and just to let you know there is no difference. So essentially, it's the same thing. And a financial advisor is somebody that is licensed or under a license to give you financial advice, personal financial advice. Uh, This is really important because many times people will talk to somebody that they think is a financial advisor but sometimes they're just a salesperson or sometimes they're a finance broker and they can give advice on credit and mortgages, but they can't give advice on personal financial matters other than that. Sometimes I've heard of people that do nothing but sell property, call themselves financial advisors. Now that's not allowed anymore, but I have seen it in the past and it is really important to understand how to identify what a financial advisor actually is. And it is through that point that I mentioned earlier about finding somebody that's licensed or who is under a license and is able to give you personal advice. Now, these people can be found on a register, ASIC have a financial advice register where you can actually search a financial advisor's name. And on that register, you can actually see some details about the history, how long they've been an advisor, what qualifications they have, whether they're part of any governing bodies, whether they've had any disciplinary action, um, bannings, disqualifications, etc. So a lot of that will actually appear on that ASIC register. And that is a good way to check that the person that you're looking at actually is a financial advisor. Now, most importantly, you need to work out why you're seeking advice. So normally somebody will talk to a financial advisor when an event has occurred in their lives, such as they're about to buy a house, Um, or they're thinking of it, or maybe they've had a baby and they want to look at life insurance and planning their money. Or sometimes it's just, I mean, I've had clients actually say that it's it's their way of becoming an adult, you know, and I've heard this from people in their 40s and 50s, by the way. So it's, um, it's, it's essentially one of those things where as you get older, you get to a point where you think, hold on a second, you know, I, I see a doctor when I need advice on my health. I see an accountant to do my tax because I don't trust myself. Why aren't I seeing a financial advisor to look at my finances? And it's one of those things where many people don't actually understand what a financial advisor does. If you contact a good financial advisor, most of them are very open and they should be very open with, you know, what type of advice they give, how much they charge. And the the most important point is, in, I mean, personally, when I talk to a client or somebody for the first time, we have a 15-minute phone chat, which I do not charge for. And the purpose of that is to work out whether that person needs advice, in what areas do you need advice, and 
whether I'm the right person or not to actually give that advice. Um, sometimes the call does go for more than 15 minutes, but the whole point is to essentially be very honest with ourselves. Um, you know, me as an advisor to be as honest as possible to that person, but that person to also be as honest as possible to themselves as to what they actually need advice on. Now, most of the time, it's a lot more than just one area. And it's very important to talk about these things because you can't focus on one area, ignore one area and ignore the other six or seven. It's, it is really important to look at things holistically and to understand that a person's financial situation is a lot more complicated than they think. And, um, many times I'll talk to somebody and they'll say, look, my situation's really simple. It's really straightforward. But when I actually start getting into it and we start looking at different facets of their financial life, we realize that it's actually not that simple in that there's, there are certain things where, you, you know, if we change something here, it's going to affect something over there. When doing your research on a financial advisor, a really good way to work out whether that person is credible or not, just like we look at anything these days to look at whether it's credible or not, is to look up its Google reviews. So, Googling that financial advisor normally helps. Um, Their business should have some Google reviews. And alternatively, there's actually a website called Advisor Ratings, which rates financial advisors. And every financial advisor should have a profile on that. And if you search that financial advisor, it would come up with ratings from that advisor's clients. Um, They give them a rating, not just zero to five, but there are different areas that they rate that advisor on, whether it's expertise, communication. And this is a way to look at an advisor from the perspective of his or her existing clients and to see how they see that advisor, whether they're happy with him or her or not, what that person's strengths are, and just to get a better insight as to how that advisor actually works. So these podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a free 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au. So when you do talk to an advisor for the first time, once you've established that they are an advisor and you've had that discussion, it's really important to under to, to feel as comfortable as possible with that person because a financial advisor as a financial advisor, we talk to you about a lot of things. It's not just your money. We talk about your health. We talk about your family circumstance. We talk about your goals. Personally, I like to dig even deeper than that and talk about, I mean, anything for even from an emotional perspective that can potentially affect your financial circumstance. So it's, it's really important to ensure that you're comfortable with the person that you're talking to. Through these podcast shows, I like to put myself out there and show people who I am. And I find that when I do talk to somebody for the first time, especially after they've listened to some of these episodes, they do feel very comfortable with me and they essentially get to see who I am. And it is really important that whatever advisor you talk to, that you really feel comfortable talking to that person. And if you don't feel comfortable talking to them, go and find someone else because it is a, it is a big decision. And the idea is not to keep changing your financial advisor. It's to have someone there to build that relationship with that person and hopefully have that person take you on a financial journey where you can achieve your goals and smash them. Now, in that first discussion, as I said, you'll work out whether you need an advisor and whether that advisor can actually help you. 
from there, there are different fee structures. Um, most advisors will charge an upfront fee for advice, and then they will charge an ongoing fee to have that ongoing advice. Um, some will charge a significant ongoing fee, no upfront fee at all. Some advisors charge percentages, some charge fixed fees. It is really important to talk to your advisor about that upfront to find out what to expect and how that works. As an industry or as a profession, we are working towards making everything as transparent as possible. And it, it is very transparent at the moment, you know, and when I say working towards, I mean, over the last 10 or 15 years, um, as an advisor, we need to disclose conflicts. We need to disclose exactly what our fees are. We need to disclose literally anything that we feel is in your best interest to know. And um, there are laws, there is legislation, um, there's a code of ethics that we need to abide by. and all of this is just to make the profession and to make your experience as transparent as possible so that you know what to expect and that, so that you know what you're actually getting as well. Further to that, every advisor has a financial services guide, an FSG, and this should be on their website along with their privacy policy. And this explains services that they offer, how they charge, who owns the company, any links to product providers, and their AFSS, AFS Australian Financial Services, AFS license number. So again, it's all about transparency and understanding who you're dealing with and what type of experience you're going to get. And that will only come through research and talking to that advisor. Overall, I cannot stress enough the excitement that I get every time I talk to a client for the first time. These people, you know, somebody that contacts me half the time has had an advisor and is looking for another advisor that is more aligned with their goals and their style. And sometimes it's somebody that's never actually had an advisor before. And it's, some, you know, either their parents talk to them or their partner or their friend or they saw something online and they think, you know what, I should talk to somebody and actually probably get some advice. Personally, I'm very upfront and honest with somebody about the circumstance the first time I talk to them. And it's normally very obvious as to whether somebody actually needs advice and what the actual benefits of that advice are going to be. The other thing as well, and I remind everybody of this all the time when I talk to them about their financial affairs, is that they need to really be comfortable with everything, even with the advice itself. You know, at the end of the day, as an advisor, yes, we are the expert, but you need to be able to sleep at night. You need to be comfortable with the decision that you're making. And it's it's such an exciting part of your life journey as an adult to get financial advice. And it in financially, it could be one of the most rewarding. Um, I've done an episode before on the benefits of financial advice, but the, the two that come to mind, the two biggest ones is first of all, to ensure that you are on the right track. So even if you pay an advisor, a fee to literally tell you, keep doing what you're doing, at least you know, compared to just assuming or wondering if you're doing the right thing and then finding out 10 or 15 later, fifteen years later that you probably weren't doing the right thing. The second thing as well, the, the, the second big benefit that again, excites me apart from knowing that you're on track and that you're heading the right way is having that accountability piece and knowing that you are heading in a particular direction and that there's that accountability and that there's there's somebody there that's checking things with you because 
and I've said this before, but health and finances are the two biggest things that we put off in our lives. You know, when we, we procrastinate on so many different things, but health and finances are two of the biggest things that we put off, you know, that we neglect, that we say, okay, look, I'll just deal with it later. And having someone there just keeps you accountable and it keeps you in check and it helps you keep in check with your own finances so that you can make sure you're on track. And if you fall off track, you know about it and you look at strategies to get back on track. And if you're way ahead of your goal, you know that and you can either move the goalposts to push yourself even more or to readjust your goals to make sure that your whole circumstance is appropriate to your capacity. So it's, again, it's such a big decision. It's such an exciting decision. And I hope this episode has helped you think of some ways um, and strategies as to how to find find a financial advisor and things to look out for. And all I can say is that the, the journey shouldn't be daunting. It shouldn't be overwhelming and it shouldn't be stressful. So if it's any of those things, it is really important to stop for a second, look back, look at what you're trying to achieve, what you're trying to do, and then talk to who you need to, do your research so that you can find a financial advisor that will help you do, be, and feel better. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases, and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.